Is this man going to be the next Minister of Agriculture? Let's ask him. Todd McClay. Todd, if you get the job, and it looks increasingly likely that you will, what will your top priorities be? Good afternoon, by the way. Yeah, well, good afternoon, Jamie. Thanks for having me on the show. Can I start by saying to the New Zealand Minister of Agriculture would be a huge uh, privilege uh, to be there representing the best farmers in the world. And I tell you what, over the next six years, the government has a job to do to roll its sleeves up back rural New Zealand, get all those costs and silly rules out of the way that Labor's been imposing so that our rural sector is the strongest it's ever been because we need farmers working hard to pay off the debt. Because I tell you, uh, what I'm hearing in rural New Zealand, they believe the Labor government has almost ruined New Zealand. Well, you may not get an argument from me on that one, Todd McClay. I see uh, ACT, your your coalition partners, and we'll come back to Winston, have come out and they've got a whole lot of regulations on the tr- on the chopping block, and, and some of them I totally support. Hewaka Ekanoa's a bit of a mishmash, isn't it? The accredited employer work visa and subsequent median wage rule, very difficult to get people into the country on that one. Uh, SNAs, the ute tax, which was incredibly poorly thought out. How much agreement do National and ACT have on those sort of things? Yeah, almost uh, almost a wholehearted agreement. In fact, uh, as I put out, sort of our three big policy areas over the last seven months since I had agriculture, most of those issues are dealt with. You take SNAs uh, as an example. Look, look nobody, you know, nobody is saying that there aren't areas uh, that are significant we should be protecting, but what Labor's done is just taken huge parts of the country countryside and made it impossible to farm on it when actually it has no you know real significant environmental appeal and so on so that's that's up as well so look I, I, what I'd say to you Jamie is uh, you know we, we never agree on everything and that's a good thing because you've got to have a contest of ideas but I think with the uh, act where you find uh, the most common ground is we want to back farmers and so that list you just read out uh, that's uh, you know we've announced and that's on my list as well we'll find a way through it if we have the ability to form a government in just 10 days time okay david seymour's saying he wants to scrap the zero carbon act i don't think you guys agree with him on that has he got any merit in what he's saying about tying any emissions price that we come up with to that of our five main trading partners well we've got to be a little bit careful and i'll put my trade uh, minister of trade negotiator hat on here for a moment you remember i'm the guy that signed the tpp and then had to jump on the plane and rush around talking those countries back into continuing without america because you know it was good for new zealand farmers um you know if we say not we're not doing anything at all unless everybody else does those big countries he's talking about our main trading partners will find ways to lock our food and fibre out of the markets because they don't want to compete. It won't have anything to do with carbon. It'll be because they don't want their farmers to compete. But where I do agree uh, with David, and you know this has been our stated position for some time, is we shouldn't be putting farmers out of business and putting a tax on food in the name of carbon. And that's why we've got a very, very central, sensible approach. They've got to have the tools uh, uh, and um, you know the technology to be able to uh, um, meet obligations without uh, you know. Know, uh, producing less, and the very first thing that we've committed to do next year is to 
uh, reassess the science and targets of methane uh, based on net warming from agriculture because at the moment the government hasn't even got a target. They are telling farmers that they have to do a whole lot of stuff when actually it's very, very hard to know what they need to do. So we're going to be very sensible and pragmatic, uh, but um, you know we, we do need to be working towards meeting an obligation. Otherwise, we won't have markets to sell food into. Yeah, but let's not sacrifice ourselves on the altar of climate change. I agree. Well, one to finish on, what do you make of my theory that uh, Luxon is quite a smart networker, you have to be, to get to where he got in business, uh, even if people don't necessarily like him or even trust him. I don't know about that. But I saw him and Winston at field days and they were yarning away like old mates. Here's my theory, Todd McClay. Tell me if I'm wrong, uh, because you've had a bit of um, experience jumping off planes in foreign countries. <laughs> Do we make w- Winston the Minister of Foreign Affairs, ship him off out of sight, out of mind, and say to him, look, in three years' time, take your pick, London or Washington? Well, ultimately, the, the voters are going to decide that. But there's a one thing I know for certain, uh, Jamie. A party vote for national is the very best way for rural New Zealand to ensure that we have a stable national-led government. And ultimately, uh, two parties in government are going to be a lot easier to get things done than three. And so, you know, ultimately the government, the the, uh, the public will decide that on election day. But I'm backing Christopher Luxon to make the right decisions and govern for all New Zealand. And he's been really, really clear about the important role rural New Zealand plays, which is why we're asking rural New Zealand to party vote national. Todd McClay, thanks for your time. You realise the next time we chat, you may be the Minister of Agriculture designate, if that's the correct terminology. All right, got to go. Thanks for your time. That'd be the biggest privilege of my life, Jamie.